Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Show Me Potato Salad podcast. This show is brought to you by our good friends over at Clinkstone Broody. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan JJ Layden. With me today, we have Callum Loopy Smith. Afternoon. We also have Ewan Junior Smith. Morning. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we have Keith, no nickname Riddick. Tapman. Before we fire into today's episode, we'd like to give a big shout out to our good friend Jamie Mays and the guys of Copper Lungs for allowing us to use their music for the podcast. Unfortunately, they're not a band anymore, but still check them out on Spotify. Got some awesome tunes. We also have two legends in their own right joining us today later in, later on in the podcast, the owners of Hometown Barbers, Mark and Root. But before all that, we'll dive into our topics of the week, which are this week, the world's longest hockey game, and some live music and entertainment and the protocols around that and how things will be after COVID. And we'll round off the show with our salad dressings of the week with a new edition. Listen out for that later on. Also, make sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, keep up to date with the podcast follow like share subscribe and let us know you're listening also if you're listening to the show on apple podcast be sure to give us a five-star rating and comment that you're enjoying the show <laughs> or any random malarkey tell us how you pronounce almond if you like it helps with the the apple's algorithm but anyway how are we all doing what have you been up to today boys frankly i'm a bit upset oh, today jj um, and and how, how how are you upset, Keith? Well, the three of us decided <laughs> that uh, we'd uh, lace up the skates and go for a wee bit of pond hockey like we've been seeing everybody doing for the last couple of weeks and it's been torture watching everyone having fun and we've not been able to do it. And then the weatherman decides to make it warmer again and all the ice is melting. Um, I know, so. this, this is exactly how I thought it was going to go at first as well. Like yeah. Originally, when I seen people on, I thought, there's no point in me getting my gear because... Mm-hmm. Within about two days, it's all going to be done. And then about two weeks later, ice is still there. Ice is still, still there. there. I'm like, fuck's sake, I should have got my stuff. the best it's ever been as well. Like the last time we did yeah. it, obviously we had snow for like a few days. It was a bit dicey. It was a bit rough. But like it's been perfect for the last like two weeks and we've not done Pe- anything. People have been on the golf course. Yeah, people have been yeah, on the golf course. Skating, golf course skating about on the 15th, yeah. playing hockey. And uh-huh. None of us have had it. And then finally I'm like, right. I'm getting it. It's we'll been go. down to, what was it, minus eight it was at the other day. Yeah. I thought, perfect, I'll get yeah. it done this weekend. We finally, we finally rock up. The thing's no. almost back to a pond. Outrageous. Yeah. I'm saying Outrageous. nothing. I seen the weather this morning <laughs> when I looked out the window. Just wasn't even a point in getting out of bed to come and join you at all. I was hoping for the best. I was hoping yeah. for the best. Me too. I had my fingers crossed. I was like, oh, it's been cold all night. It'll be fine. Four degrees. Nice one. As soon as I knew there was no <laughs> photos sliding in the WhatsApp group, like I was like, oh, must be a way home. Ice must be melted. Yeah. Did get a, yeah. Did get a wee bonus though, a couple of wee Clinkstone Brewery beers. Um, yeah, you, you, can't, and, uh, you can't complain. Um, yeah, can so it wasn't a terrible trip out. Every cloud. Every cloud. <laughs> <Sadly>. <laughs> but speaking, speaking of Pond Hockey... Yeah. We're going. Are we? Are we? Uh, the world's longest hockey game at the moment is going on in Alberta, Alberta Canada. Canada. Yeah. Is, what is there? Forty players playing. They're raising money it. for cancer research. Their aim is to raise one point five million dollars. I think the last time I checked, they were at about one point three. I'm assuming that, that was a bit too. That was a bit too. That was a bit two days ago. 
So it looks like they're definitely on their way, that, which is mental. That's insane yeah. for just that's, a lot that's of money. That's the most I've ever, ever raised as well. It's... Yeah, I think I think before they were at, what is that, about 1.2 was the previous record. And yeah. Now they're, they're, they're well on their way to 1.5. I was seeing that they, I think it looks like they've been doing it since 2003. Looks like they've raised more yes, than 5 is, million so seventh, far. So obviously, this is the seventh year. Oh, it can't have been since 2003 then. <laughs> yeah, no, it could it'd be a bit that. It would be a bit that. They maybe didn't do it last year. Oh, they maybe not done it every year. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Mm. But yeah, the like, there. could you see the cogs turning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I didn't say nothing because I was not again, seven yeah. years, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, like I, I think it's just insane how they're doing it. Like, yeah. ten, was it ten days? Ten days they're aiming for. Ten days. Two hundred and fifty-two hours. That's nuts. Unreal. So it looks like they just must consistently beat their own record for world's longest hockey game each time they do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's an absolute every dream, time. though, isn't it? I'm fucked after that. a 30 second shift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 20 minutes a game's long enough for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the top, what is it? The top goal scorer as well. Is it 260 odd goals or goals? something? Yeah. <laughs> Like, could you imagine, like, just coming home from the game? How'd you get on? Yeah, I scored over 200. Stats, stats <laughs> don't lie, guys. Do. Stats don't lie. <laughs> and what's the, the score? What is it? Is it red and whites that are playing? Red and whites. Yeah. Red and whites. It's like... And it's, the, scores, the score was at, like, 1,800 to, like, 1,700 and something. Yeah, they were like, it's a, it's a tight game. There's only a few in it. It's like one team's got, like, 18,003 and the other team's got, like, 17,090 or something like that. It's just, it's like, fair play to them. Absolute fair play to them. Because, like you say, I know boys at Calasa, period. <laughs> <laughs> These boys are going for 10 days straight. Name them, you shite bag. Come <laughs> on, coach. He's here, Keith. Keith <laughs> I'd be lucky if I get on for a period. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> but what was the thing as well? Because it's so cold over in Alberta, the like pucks are actually exploding. Are breaking, yeah. Uh, if they're hitting the post, they're like shattering and they've gone through something like <laughs> 50 pucks in one day. Jesus. Like, fucking nuts. nuts. I just realised, I think I said 18,000 rather than 1,800. So that's a wee correction on my uh, math there. <laughs> Your math coming in and playing one, one of the most mental games of hockey where there's almost like 40,000 goals been scored. Uh, not quite that many. <laughs> in fairness, like 1,800's enough. Yeah. That's mental in itself. That's some shift. That I wonder what the, the goalie save percentage is at the end of that. <laughs> no, I just got the temperature like, oh. though. It's minus 47 Celsius. Jesus. Seriously. No thanks. That Fuck is that. insane. That's mad. The, the, the goalies must be switching. Like oh, they must be freezing. There's actually a photo if you just yeah. Google world's longest hockey game. The goalie's got like a snood over his helmet and a tammy over the top of his hat. <laughs> you probably be glad there's that many goals scored because that means there's a lot of shots going in as well. You just keep you busy. We welcome in that. They've got it, like uh, over know, socks as well on their skates. Yeah, I've seen that for their skates. They've got like socks over work. their skates. <laughs> Well, we know how bad it can be just at Fife. <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing outside and it's still warmer out there. <laughs> yeah. It's the only ice rink you can step out of and it's warmer outside, regardless yeah. of the time of year in Scotland. It's warmer outside than it is in the ice rink. <laughs> but yeah, they've, they've 
uh, they've had to do a lot for this one though compared to yeah. the COVID years, restrictions and well, stuff. Obviously, I was yeah. I was reading up on um, some of the stuff because they got obviously because they're doing it in the middle of the pandemic, they got special exemption. Yeah. Um, from basically the Alberta government um, because it was a they, they kind of said it was a um, in like public interest sort of thing as well. So they've like had to put in loads of protocols in place. Uh, all the players had to quarantine. They had to swab test, quarantine for a week. Uh, and then when they all showed up, they've got like their own separate trailers and stuff. Uh, so they've to basically, when they're off the ice, they're straight into their trailer. They can't leave their trailer, can't watch the game. Uh, and then every morning they have to do like a daily test, which has been donated by one of the big drug companies. Uh, the refs aren't even on the ice. Uh, they're, sitting, uh, they're sitting up in the stands. Please tell me they've got like a Canada goose on or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a a, a black and white striped Canada <laughs> goose. <laughs> Hopefully they've got the orange armband with it as well. Yeah. <laughs> like the guys you yeah. see yeah. about douche. douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck that that's that's fair play. Fair Hats play, off to them. It's yeah. it's yeah. for a brilliant cause. Obviously, it's something that oh, the majority of people are touched by nowadays. Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely tip my bucket to them. It's yeah. <laughs> like we like that, like we done there. <laughs> like we done there. <laughs> definitely didn't think about that before he said. It. He's I had did. that written down for this whole week. <laughs> <laughs> right across the bottom of the screen. Tip the bucket. <laughs> when you get this one in, when you get this one in. <laughs> nah, for a great cause. So yeah. 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 If you've got the chat, well, I think they've got they've got a website. I think yeah, there's, there's a, a live, there's a live feed on page. Yeah, so they've uh, not been allowed crowds this year. Um, yeah. yeah, there's like a drive-through thing. I noticed there was like a drive-through, like for some reason. I don't know if it's you're allowed like, to stop in the car or if it's just that you can fly past, kind of toot the horn or whatever, and that's you. But yeah, there's no no crowds. Same as everything. So. Absolutely yeah, the, that, that must be like having to do this for 10 days straight with nobody there yeah, yeah in a quiet atmosphere yeah they, like hopefully hopefully they do have their phones so they can at least get some sort of encouragement to keep them going <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah no fans which kind of brings us on on nicely and uh, speaking about uh music and entertainment mm-hmm. and the thing like for me, I am missing gigs big time. I've been yeah, listening to time. music lately. Missing, like, listening, so missing, listen. Listening to music lately is like Copper Lungs got me listening again, like thinking about gigs. And I was like, oh my God, I just want a gig. I just want to be in a bar that's playing live, live music. music. Yeah, even just live music at a pub or something as well. That's just. Yeah. Even just a wee a acoustic mix. set, something Tighten like hands. that. Just a, nice, yeah, just a wee trip to Malone's, getting the like, oh music yeah, in. that's yes. a shout. That's yes. a shout. That's one Absolute of the first places shout. we have to go to when it opens back up. Yeah, like 100%. I'm just dying to get back to that, but I don't know how it's going to be even after all this. Like, well, here's the no thing: like Ewan's obviously meant to be down at Bella Houston. I was supposed to be going to buffet, yeah. buffet yeah. in June. Um, but June. How much yeah, does that hold every year that we've been down? Like oh. the amount of people Bell Houston holds, like there's no it's way like 31, in hell you're going to get that amount of people ever, ever again Mm-mm. for years to come. Not, well, not ever, ever again. Yeah, I don't know when you'll get it back to that bit of normality, but yeah, this year is definitely not happening. You're, you're talking minimum, minimum next year. Minimum. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they sort of structure it as well. Like you see some places are doing 
like I've got live shows on. Obviously, there were some some images from like Wuhan where there was like live gigs and everyone yeah. climbing <laughs> over the top of each other. Um, but you know, you see other places where they've got like. Um, I was chatting to uh, better not. I don't really want to divulge it too much if we're um, going to get them on soon. But I was chatting to Finley from uh, Cold Years, and they were saying they did a gig out in Germany. And, was that uh, was that uh, a we uh, what you call it sneak peek? A sneak peek, yeah. A sneak peek, yeah. A sneak peek. I've leaked it. <laughs> <guys>, sorry. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake, Ali. Fuck's sake, Ali. Fuck off, Ali. Now that I've ruined that one. Um, so they were basically saying that um, they had, it was like open, it was out in Germany outside. Everyone was sitting at like picnic benches and stuff. And it was normally a, a place that could hold thousands of people, but it was there was only like 200 which was still pretty awesome and uh, it was also really different but um, well, I'd, seen, I'd seen somewhere that i can't i cannot for the life of me remember where but they had like cages basically it was like was in, that a, down in england yeah there like, was it was in england, yeah. down in england they put out like um it was like a bella houston park yeah they put, it was like, like bella houston last year yeah they put the steel barriers out and just like sectioned you off like a, a two by two area that you could go yeah, to a wee little square for your cell yeah. and your your here i'd, I'd take it i would take it yeah that would be not bad get shit faced than, enough i'll dance in that yeah rather than getting people ramming into you left right and center you're, in, you're just ramming into each other you'd be safe, you'd be safe to wear a white t-shirt to a gig it's like a steel cage really? yeah. match. <laughs> not, not gonna walk out of booze all over your new t-shirt <laughs> white t-shirt white trainers yeah, the lot exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think if anything, this is a bit time teeing the park because they could just come back. I'm telling yeah. you right Can now. Can you imagine the if come back. they were oh to come back, God. say, like next year or the year after, how much money they could make with everybody wanting to go to a live festival? Thing, I never, I never yeah. got to go to like the, the, the OG tea in the park. Yeah, me neither. That I was gone went, before I was like able to JJ go. JJ got to the last one. One of the things I regret yeah. massively is, is never going to tea in the park. Oh, well, how much honestly. tea in the parks have you gone to, JJ? Your dad used to take you when you were really young didn't yeah you? what was i 12 12 was my first one it was green green day were headlining when american idiot came out so whenever american idiot came out that was my very first one this was well, we were still in primary school then uh right let hold on give me two seconds here american idiot 2004 Jeez. was that 17 years ago i was the right old age of four. so i was i was 13 i was 13 <laughs> 13 at my first ever in the park you, um, you I, remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was just going to primary one getting pot, potty trained <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like the whole weekend obviously like it's pretty rowdy in itself but like I wasn't that hyped like, I loved the music that was going on but I'm like I'm already small as it is never mind when I was 13 <laughs> but I remember until like American Idiot and Green Day came on that was when I like let loose. And I was with I was with everyone. I was jumping up and down like everyone else. <laughs> but yeah, what was it? Te- was it 11, 11 or twelve years? I went straight. But yeah, because uh, we done the last one at um, oh God, what's what was the place called? What was the last one that, that we went to in the camper van? Yeah, in Perth. <sighs> what is it Perth, called? Oh, what's remember. it called? Oh my God. That's got annoying me. Oh, oh Blado. 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 That's it. That's it. Blado. And then they changed it because they pretended there was something wrong with Blado, but it's probably just the person wanting too much money. 
that, that's that's not like fact, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my take. That's my <laughs> take on conspiracy theory about the You're probably not far off, to be fair. No, but honestly, I think it's about time they brought it back. They would make an absolute. I don't ever see it coming fortune. back, to be honest. I, I don't, it, it, but. The boy that ran it, he's now the boy that runs Transmit, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's working working too well for them. Yeah, but they're still making the money because it's pretty much the only thing. They'll be making big money for that. It's the only thing in Scotland, really. I think um, it's the only thing, so... I think as well, like, even see if you had to go and get tested, if if you could buy a ticket the week of, if tickets were a lot easier to get and you could get a COVID test and prove that you were negative, I would do that to go to a gig. Like, yeah. just to get a little bit of live music, it would be... But tremendous. they'll probably, at that point, try and prove that you've gotten the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, they will in the future. It'll be like a vaccine ticket. Think. It'll be like what you've got to do on go, go on holiday, which we can imagine will come round about as like a vaccine passport of such. Yeah. Do you so. think it's nuts, though, that that might last for a very long time? Like, the fact that you might have, like, a vaccine passport to show just to get on a plane or go to a concert? Well, a lot of like a lot of people that work away, a lot of people that work away have pa- uh, vaccine passports. So yeah, like yeah. I think I think my dad has for working away in Africa and whatnot. He had to. He's got a vaccine passport that he has to get filled in every time he has to get his vaccine. So for some people, that's just normal. Yeah, it's, normal. It's, yeah, but for like an every work. average day type of thing, it's weird. It's just an, it? it's just, a, it's just a, an added bit that you take with your passport. Yeah. yeah. Not the end of the world, is it? If that means you can, no. if it means you can go on holiday. Go on holiday. Gaze, gaze yeah. my vaccine po- passport. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- I'll take an extra wee book if it means I can go away. Exactly. It's a price to pay for freedom, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just if we're really we're... Moan, if we're really moaning about that, then God help us. <laughs> Just while we're dabbling on live music and entertainment, like once we can get to something, who would be the first person you would want to see? After oh, that's a good one. And, 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 and where? Question. And where? That, oh, and where? Oh, oh my word! See that now you've just put us all on the Have spot a quick here. Flick oh. through the Spotify and answer last. <laughs> no, it's got it's got to be Biffy for you, Junior, isn't it? See, it is. But the thing yeah, is, we've but, seen them, isn't it? It's, yeah, I've seen them what, three times. And then you get Calm, yeah. who's seen them fucking God knows how many times. So I don't know how many just, times I've seen. Yeah, them. I'm, I'm with Calm as well. <laughs> I'll do a. Architects, uh, Ali Pali down in London. Oh, I could go that. Yeah, new album. Don't no, don't well. hop, don't hop on that bandwagon. You can't put you can't put us all on the spot here and then that. not come up with your own. Well, fine, that's fine. I'll that's go come, up, come up with your original. We wanted lined up for ages. <laughs> <and> we've <laughs> had a thought of going down Ali Pali for ages. Like it'd be unbelievable. But I'd probably go just because it was um a year yesterday would be back to Barrowlands again for Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. A way to drop that was, that was a good album. gig. Fourth album's coming out soon, so yeah, I'd I'd take that actually. That was a good gig. What are you saying, Keith? I I'm just trying to string out so I can yeah, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would definitely have the print works lined up in London for a big dirty rave. Um, <laughs> as, as to who's playing oh, a big dirty rave, a big dirty rave. Yeah, yeah, it's in an old printing factory, and like the light shows and stuff in there are just absolutely incredible. So, I'd, I'd like to go there. Uh, as to who was playing, Eric Pridge would be pretty good to see in there. Do you, I know do you he's want to know before and it looked mental? Do you want to know who I'm going with? This might sound 
this isn't very much like me, but I'd love to go see Oasis. I'd love an That's Oasis like a karaoke band, though, isn't it? But an like proper reunion Oasis gig, and I'm going to say Taka just so I can't because I can't be fucked going anywhere. Yeah, just get here. Don't want to go anywhere. I'm but, not giving a comment on that one. No, like, <laughs> don't get you'd be if you get drunk enough, you would absolutely lap it up. One band that uh, I've I'd never, Oasis. I'm a huge, never ever really been interested in. Ever. I think though, if they were to come, it's one of those like see it before you die sort of things. It's not really your genre of music though, isn't it? No, not for me. <laughs> no. It, but if I'm going that's that's a bit like no, everyone will probably like say a, that. A dream gig. So I'd 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 probably go with DMAs. Oh the Australian I'd, band. Yeah, and I'd probably go I for like it. Them. I'd probably go for it in Australia if like no. I could just go and talk if, to Australia. If you could get to Australia just now, you could because they're fucking back to normal. Fucking back to normal, yeah. more or less, yeah. a lot of the places. But no, yeah, I like their music. D- DMAs in Australia, I think, would be absolute buzzing. They're, they're awesome. Awesome, fucking awesome buzzing. buzzing. Absolute buzzing. Right, so I think that, that moves us nicely. Mm-hmm. Moves us on to the guest for the episode. This segment is sponsored by Ice Sports Caledonia the exclusive importers of Fisher Ice Hockey Equipment for the north of Scotland. Check them out on Facebook at Ice Sports Caledonia with their web shop coming soon. Enjoy the interview. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Diving into the salad bowl with us today, we have TikTok sensation and glory hunting Man City fan, Mark Riley, and Andrew <laughs> Lloyd Webber's next star in a Technicolor dream coat, and most <laughs> definitely not a glory hunting Arsenal fan, Rue McKinnon, owners of hometown barbers. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. <laughs> Back in, mate. I was pretty good until that introduction. But Did you yeah, like no, it? I thought it was a good one. Yeah, you like that? Uh, yeah, it was alright. It was better. Yeah, it was better than Mark's one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I quite like mine, to be honest with you. I'm not ashamed. You are a TikTok sensation. <laughs> no shame at all. Where else do you that? Should have put my set top on. You should have. You should have. Nice one tonight. Nice one tonight as well. So what's the, what's the tip? What's the tipples for the evening? What size are you drinking? We're on. This is the Brew Dog Lost. Okay. Uh-huh. Is that the free can? I was going to say, is that the that free can? can. <laughs> <laughs> he's o- he's only got the one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he's been sipping it for the last hour. <laughs> it's not even mine. <laughs> is it not? I'm on I found it on the street. The Duopolis. Oh, also Brewdog. Duopolis. Yeah. What's that? It's an oat cream double dry hop IPA. Oh, oh fool, that's what that is. How do you I reckon it might. I reckon it might come back at me later on. Like it's a lot of cream. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant, but I just avoid it. I just pretend like it's not a just thing. Fuck it. And go for like, it anyway. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh, mac and cheese. Yeah, I'll smash that, and then you know. Sounds exactly like me. Next day. <laughs> next day. You're. Next day. You're struggling. Loopy. <laughs> the next day for him. It's ten minutes down the line for him. Loopy's, Loopy's sitting. Loopy's sitting Some on the toilet eating his pizza. Yeah. I actually had cheese for dinner with my chili, so I might disappear five minutes into this. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Anyway. Uh, so over lockdown, how have you guys been uh, keeping busy? Uh, Rue, you've been doing your running. We've noticed that quite a lot. Mark and both of you actually have been doing your wee... Oh, oh. interrupted there. Oh, oh man. Wow. You've both been doing your, your, wee... <laughs> your wee North Sea dips as well, where your tipples are whiskey. So what all have right. you been up to other than that? Fuck all, mate. <laughs> it's been miserable. He's both I'm not boring. doing very well through lockdown. It's, it's been boring as hell. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but this this sort of I don't know is the second, third, or fifth lockdown that we're in now. I can't Fuck remember. Now. But um, this this time's been a lot more. I don't know. It's a bit more struggle to motivate. It's just felt a bit yeah. like quieter. I think the first time around yeah. it was. It wasn't exciting, but you know what I mean? It was like a new thing and we were all a bit like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Like, you had your like, quizzes home. and stuff to do oh, on the I've first got, one. Yeah, I've got so much everyone, time. I'm gonna, everyone kind of made the most of the first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to put up shelves. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> speak to my family. Like, oh, it's so exciting. And then, you know, um, this time around, it's just like, ah, this is shit, is it? But I mean, boys, <laughs> there's, there's boredom and then there's jumping into the North Sea every day for a month. Well, yeah, yeah I don't that's, like that. Uh, that That's came about. Cool. I think it was one of Mark's friends that was doing that first, and then all of a sudden, it, we kind of did it a few times over Christmas and that. And then I was going in every day. I'd lost my mind. Um, but it's quite good. <laughs> it's good fun, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. You definitely lose your test days, Mike. You're not selling. <laughs> you're not selling this at all. Yeah, you're not selling. <laughs> well, absolutely. Stick, stick to haircutting because you're you're a terrible salesman, boys. Like, <laughs> oh, it was, it, I mean, you could taste your taste your own testicles within about three seconds. Right up inside you. Oh, fool. Oh, yeah. I just wanted some seawater in my mullet. Like, <laughs> wash this for like two weeks. Blow it. <laughs> There's a guy I used to work with. He actually lives up in Inverness. He done it for a month over December um going into different lochs and stuff like that and he's at the point now where he's carrying a sledgehammer with him to smash through the ice that's just a fucking going, cycle i thought it just made him really tough like, yeah. just... <laughs> i think he's, he's raised that's... a couple of thousand pounds for charity doing it like so good on him yeah good on him damn right definitely definitely Rue, you're uh four miles every four hours for 48 hours how did that come about um to be honest um i was yeah, I was pretty bored. I needed a new challenge. Um, and on a Friday night, I was on a Zoom chat with some of my pals. I drank a lot of wine. Um, I saw I saw one of my friends who lives just around the corner from here. He posted up saying that he was going to do this challenge. And I thought I was a big man. I thought I'd be able to do it as well. So I just <laughs> said to him straight away, like when I was drunk, I said to him when I was drunk, yeah, I'll do that, man. Fucking sign me up. And um, then the next morning, like I was like, Oh, this is going to be a logistical nightmare. I'm going to have an absolute shocker. I'm not, <laughs> I, am, I am not not physically ready for this at all. But to be fair, like it, it was quite a good test, and it and it did show you that um, even if you aren't like physically prepared for something, mentally you can just push yourself through it. Like you know, just drag your sorry ass over the end of it, and your legs will yeah. your legs will take you if you if you push like push through it. But um, yeah, there was there were some tough moments. There were some dark times. Uh, <laughs> I stood at the top of the stairs and like, I remember I was just still for like two minutes just staring at the floor and I was like, what the fuck are you up to, man? Like, this is, <laughs> this is not good. Like, this is, you're playing about too much with your own mind. This is not cool. But um, yeah, I got through it. I only had like, my ankle was pretty sore um, after it, but that was about it. So yeah, kind of came away all right from it. Even to even do it just for shits and gigs. I'm I'm I was I was looking for a charity donate. Yeah, yeah a link. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that. That's a, just not fun. I know it's kind of a difficult one because I, I, I feel like 
I feel like everybody and their dog is doing a challenge right now. And they're, yeah. you know, doing like, you know, I'm doing 7 million squats in three days for so-and-so. And you're like, okay, that's great. I, I, but I just, I feel like right now, like not a lot of people, like everyone's money situation is different. So yeah. like, and I know mine's not great. And I, I don't really, if I can't like donate to other people, then I don't really feel like I should be asking, you know, for you money from them. Other folk to yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just that's feel a fair. bit like, yeah. Yeah, that's like, fair. You could have made money for charity. And okay, maybe that's a bit shit for me, but shit from me but i just feel like right now it's not the time to be asking like yeah. i wouldn't want people to feel bad that they couldn't you know like because i know that a lot of guys yeah, they, would yeah, be yeah. Like, they would normally support us and everything we do and people have been so supportive with me and mark for the crohn's and colitis thing and we've still not done the marathon yet so i'm kind of like i don't want to then go and say oh go and chuck us some more money for a different <laughs> charity because then people will be like people will be like wait a second Where's that seven thousand pounds gone? <laughs> <laughs> Where's all the money for crones? You think that's resting is it is resting in Mark's account. <laughs> <laughs> not so everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> so he says. You, it's you it's not know. paying our rent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. No. Keeping the shop open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, nah, me and Mark just bought heaps of CrossFit stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, know where, I know where to head round to then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think you, you, kinda, you do have to kind of do some of that sort of stuff for like yourself, though, at the same time. Like, obviously, lockdown, you could, you could just sit there, do nothing, get really fat, get really lazy. But, you know, you do have to set yourself a few challenges and, and, yeah. and sort of get to them, really, don't you? Like, it, like it, obviously, you can do your things for charity and stuff, but. It doesn't all have to be, you know, every every 5K you run doesn't have to have a fundraiser to it. No, definitely, man, definitely. It's just it's just about getting out, getting outside and... Yeah, I think, your mind you, I think, yeah I think for your mental health, it's probably mm. worthwhile. Like, because, yeah. no, you're typical going out for a 5K or whatever. If you just do it for nothing, there's you just kind of get a bit into that rhythm of a this is shite. But at least, like, doing that challenges that you've went to dips in the North Sea and doing your little challenge with a four was it four miles every four hours it just keeps you going there, there's a there's an angle to them definitely man definitely it does yeah it keeps you going just having something having a focus and i don't know i respond well to challenges like uh, if if there's nothing if there's nothing in it for me i can very easily just go like ah just don't bother just play fifa like you've had a rough time <laughs> you know what i mean whereas if like if it's like a, oh you have to complete this by a certain date and if you don't then like your failure then i'll be like well i'm obviously going to complete it because <laughs> like I'm not an idiot <laughs> do you know what i mean so um no i definitely i respond well to challenges give yourself uh, the challenges of uh playing fifa because you need some practice at that yeah, that's a fucking you better watch your mouth <laughs> okay we should have a, we should have a show me potato I've, salad pro clubs off against hometown Pro clubs. We'd lose, boys. I'll be playing. So that's a day. You're not allowed to play. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll be the water yeah, boy. We're PlayStation. Ah, scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned into a bit of a slagging match there. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark, you've been you've been keeping pretty active as well, haven't you? You've been kind of doing your your CrossFit stuff as well here and there, have you? Uh, yeah. Uh, it started up here, relatively high, and it's it's been rapidly declining. <laughs> yeah, it, falls, it falls quick I feel you I feel yeah. On that one. yeah like I just feel like well the only I pretty much get up walk a dog have breakfast I think about doing a workout and then I sit <laughs> and pop off for about five hours yeah <laughs> that's, that's like, like, more think about doing that's it. 
Yeah, if you think about it hard there. enough, you've done it in your mind. Yeah, yeah. you think about it hard enough, the muscles will come. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the first lockdown, like I pretty much worked out every single day, and it was ace. But this time, it's just so much harder, isn't it, with the, yeah. the shorter days and. I think it's been really hard. You've been back yourself, to yeah. you've been back to having access to things like the gym and things like you kind of you've had it all, and then all of a sudden it's just it's gone again, and you're like, oh well. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like we spent like what was it four or five months in lockdown every every day working out in the garden and i was like i've done my time i want the gym back <laughs> yeah and then, then it, I, like you say it's been taken away from me and i'm like i don't want to have to be lifting up my barbell in the freezing cold yeah net. get fucked yeah we got we got that taster and then they were just like nope nope not yeah. no yeah. take it away from you straight away and it's gone oh yeah and like obviously christmas you just like splurge don't you you go absolutely man over food and I'm not even stopped. <laughs> I'm having a I just kept on rolling. I've just kept on rolling since Christmas. Keith, oh, you never stopped. You started to it. You know, you to go do that. Different day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> been rolling for 29 years. What are you on about? <laughs> uh, no, I'm sitting here, like constantly, just looking at Mark's mullet. Here, it's it's glorious. So I'm going to move it away from CrossFit a little bit. Ask <laughs> ask you guys. How did you meet each other and how did you get into hairdressing? And, and am I right in thinking it was salons that you both started in? Yeah. Yeah. We met we met on the the car during maths. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was probably Smoker's Lane, to be fair. It was probably a Smoker's Lane, yeah. Um it's just your classic guy, just your classic love story, really. Uh, <laughs> guy meets guy. Um one guy skateboards, the other guy skateboards. Both have a loose interest in rock and here. I don't know, good cheese. And, you know, just <laughs> ever since it's been pretty fucking, we've been pretty inseparable. Um, yeah. So I don't know, how old are we? Like maybe 13? I think it was like first or second year academy. Um, yeah. So, and now we are sitting at the, the ripe old age of 30. So that's like, I don't know. Yeah, calculation 17 years. 17, years. <laughs> 17 whole years. And uh, still going strong. Still going strong. That's good. Good. Um, yeah, we've shared we've shared a lot of things together. <laughs> things things really, that we probably, we don't want to know. probably couldn't speak about. Nah, that's you probably don't want to. It's not, <laughs> not, not a PG podcast, but come on. I don't think we've got the sound effects for that conversation. Yeah. I don't know what you were thinking about. I was, I was meaning like, puddings and stuff uh-huh. is that a code word for it is it yeah i was i was just thinking about sharing a, a marcus meal deal for two really so oh absolutely yeah. we've shared we've shared a few of them a couple of bottles of wine a little bit of ramsey kitchen nightmares on a friday night we fucking we tore it up that's that sounds like a dream night yeah oh mate we tore, Sign it, me up. We, we tore it up like we were wild you couldn't stop us you couldn't stop us and um, yeah oh, so we started we started and we both worked. Um, uh, wait, Mark worked in Ashoka for a bit um, as like a trainee. Then I started working for my cousin's salon profile. Um, and Mark um, just like phoned the shop, like randomly phoned the shop. Didn't even know that I worked there because we'd kind of been out of touch for maybe like a year or something. I, like from when you left school to like when you yeah. realized you'd you'd fucked it and you'd left school <laughs> you needed to get some money from a dad. Yeah, so um, he just phoned the shop and like randomly I just picked up and he was like, oh, uh, 
you know, wondering if there's any jobs. And I was like, oh, is that Mark? He, he's oh, yeah. So, like, managed to get him a job. And we worked there together for a few years, did all our training. And then, yeah, then Mark did some traveling. I was away for a bit. And then came back and we both joined Hardground. And that's kind of when the, the that's when the main focus just kind of switched to barbering. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know when it, that was though. Was it that area you guys sort of, obviously you say you left school, you ended up in a job. Was that kind of where you saw yourself going? Was that what you fancied doing or was it just you kind of happened, you both ended up happening upon it? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at either of these and think, oh, they're going to go and cut hair. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, they've only built a career no, off of <laughs> I think you're, both... you're definitely not a salesman. You. I'm, getting a, I'm getting a shit haircut when we first go back. That's getting a sure. baldy. Yeah. Just getting a strip <laughs> right down the middle with a number one. And then Rue's just going to go, there you go, you're done. You. I'll see you later. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna, have you ever seen, there's a barber shop in America and if kids are bad, they take, like, people take their kids to this barber shop and they literally <laughs> cut their hair like an old man. So they just like <laughs> take all this off and like fade it in on the sides. That's what's happened oh, in Team Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that we both left school in the summer, fourth year, after fourth year. And, you know, you just, you're just you chasing your dreams where you, you want to be a rock star, go to college, you do six months, and then you're <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That's where I see me. I see myself on the stage, but never been on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Team <laughs> and I obviously, I obviously thought I was, you know, going to be Andrew Lloyd Webber, so I was doing that for like a, a little bit. Um, turns out I have, you know, no musical talent. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, did that, and then we both worked, and then yeah, but I, I wouldn't say that I thought, you know, I didn't wake up in the morning and go, yeah, I'm choking to cut hair. Like, <laughs> like when you're that age, you're just like. You're doing what you have to do to then yeah, you can. go out yeah, and yeah. get drunk at the weekends yeah, yeah. and fucking, you know, do what you want to do. So, like, it wasn't really a... You don't really think of, like, oh, this is this is going to be me forever. Um, but I definitely think when we... I definitely think when I made the switch from from hairdressing, from, like, salon stuff to, like, barbering, at that mm. point, I definitely thought, like, now this is something I can do for a lot longer. Like, because... Yeah. I don't know, man. It just, for me personally, like, working in a hairdresser, you kind of... You've kind of got to be like good at like six different things. You've got to be good at color. You've got to be good at um, like cutting women's hair, cutting men's hair, like styling, um, like doing st- like hair ups and shit. And you, you know, you're you're also like pretty much every middle aged woman's counselor as well. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I love like, that. The environment's probably completely different though as well. Like obviously oh, so between between absolutely. obviously the barbers, we we've all had a haircut by ourselves as well. Like you wouldn't imagine that pat or fly in, in somewhere <laughs> no. where Doris well, somewhere where Doris is in getting her perm done. You know? <laughs> no, imagine Agnes. Imagine Agnes getting her tint and you're talking about pumping someone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it depends on who you were giving the tint to. <laughs> <laughs> Some dirty old girl. <laughs> Mark oh, yeah. got the good customers by the sounds of things. Oh, he attracted them. I, I, I totally remember when we started hairdressing, and you'd always get the people, you know, from back back at school, being like, "Oh, you, 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 how do you do a hairdresser?" And I'd be like, "Mate, 
I'm surrounded by beautiful women every single day. And Absolutely. you're hanging about with men with their cranks hanging out. <laughs> I think I've won, pal. And that's the thing. It's, it's, it's changed days now. It's totally changed days now. And everyone is like so accepting of, of, of gay people now, which is amazing. But back then, if you'd said to anyone, like back when we were growing up, if you'd said, oh, I'm going to do hairdressing, instantly you must be gay. And yeah. also, and, and to double that up, think about a, a hairdresser who also does musical theatre. Like I was like... You know, <laughs> yeah, you must have got... You were the stereotypical. <laughs> people were like, like honestly shocked that I wasn't. And to be fair, to be fair to them, when I look back at some of the outfits I used to wear... <laughs> I've seen some of them. I've seen man, like I've, I've wore a couple of like lemon sweatshirts and stuff and I was like, you know, I used to have a bee in my bonnet as well and anyone, anyone said it, I had my back up and I was like ready to fight. But now looking back, I'm like, when you look back at some of the photos of us we used to love a shirt waistcoat top and a man with a belt like, showing studded, studded belt hanging down <laughs> the, the jeans belt. Yeah. Oh, hanging belt buckles. Oh, i'm pretty sure i had a mixtape belt buckle for like 15 <laughs> years oh it was amazing. great look we uh, should have dug harder into the photos for posting on the profile i, I, for I had a, I had a yeah, wee look there. after post quotes <laughs> Man, anyway that that kind of moves us on quite nicely so like obviously you guys moving to hard grind i'm right in thinking like you just said that was kind of your first time both of you into kind of the barbering side of things but also you kind of saying about the transition of like how you how are looked at now do you feel you guys were kind of at the forefront of like the barber movement in the country or the city because it seems like a much different vibe now to the industry to what it was yeah i mean i don't know if we'd be at the forefront i, th I think in aberdeen maybe because really at the time that we were at Hargan, Hargan was like the only real like sort Upper of new barbers, yeah trendy barber shop like i'm not saying that there wasn't any other ones because there, there, there was but like for a while for a for a long time guys were going to salons and hairdressers because it was safer like you would probably get yeah, yeah you would like people Wolfram would take it was like a an eight quid eight quid back short back in size and see you later wasn't it really? yeah well this is it so like if you went to the barber there was a fear of getting like you know a number one just like all over and like you had a shocker so you'd go to the hairdresser and they take a bit more time and you know you get the head massage it was awkward but you didn't mind because you wanted to get because <laughs> it felt absolutely tea. amazing you got a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah you got a cup of tea you got a little biscuit on the side you were like oh i feel you know i feel warm and special. You feel a million dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then hard grind kind of happened and it was kind of all the bells and whistles you know what i mean it was like the tattoo culture the like skating you could sit and play fifa and you know have a beer there was like rum on the wall but you weren't allowed to really touch the rum but you know, <laughs> it was there and you know what i mean like well you touched the rum but that was after hours because we had keys so yeah but you know what, like, and it was, it was an exciting time and it was cool. And it was like, we, we learned, like, we learned a lot, but purely just from, we were just cutting hair, like, nonstop, you know what I mean? There was no breaks. You were just kind of, you were going at it. And because we were, the, it was the only shop at the time, people would have, people just waited. They didn't care. They were like, well, I'd rather wait two hours than go around the corner and get absolutely shafted. People were wait, waiting like four hours. Yeah. What was it? Someone think, remember um someone at Christmas was like five, six hours. Jesus. Fucking I was mad. I, 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 I was just cut my own hair at that point, to be honest. 
<laughs> I'd remember I'd remember even myself. I would come typically I'd come on a Friday and I'd I'd be like, Well, I'll quite happily wait my two hours because I'm know I'm getting quality rather than going to another barber as such that you typically went to for eight quid. You were getting your money's worth and you were yeah, happy man. with that. And no, and, the, a, and and you got a free beer as well while you were there. That was always a bonus. To be <laughs> fair, they nailed they nailed the timing. Like hard guy nailed the timing on opening up because it was just yeah. like there was a lot of like grumbling, like grumblings of like, oh, there's going to be barbershops opening up and this, that, and the other. And, and me and Mark, had, we'd shared stuff between each other about like uh, barbershops in like America and stuff. And like we were like, oh, how be how cool would it be to have your own shop and that? And then all of a sudden, hard guy popped up, and it was like kind of like a no brainer to us that we were like, well, if we ever wanted like do this for ourselves in the long run because we'd known each other for so long that was always kind of like a thing that we spoke about we were like it would be wise to to start there and you know hone in the skills and like get to know heaps of people and then you know if the time's right and if if we feel like it then we could do our own thing mm-hmm. so, so was, was it just was it just kind of pure luck that you and mark ended up at the same time pretty much um well, work there. yeah well, yeah I, I yeah Argonne. working at Argonne, yeah yeah um well while I, I went traveling with Rebecca for like five months and Ruri had seen the jo- um, hard ground were looking for a job. Um, so he said he was going to go for it, got it. And I came back from traveling, went back to hairdressing for a few months, but I just didn't feel the same, didn't have the same spark mm-hmm. before. And, and Ruri said to me, you know, hard ground looking for someone else. I think you'd be fit perfect for it, you know. Obviously, like we had spoken about potentially doing something like this in the future for ourselves. So, you know, why don't you take the chance, come work here? And then that was it, really. Awesome. So then 2016 rolled around and you guys then decided to take the plunge. Like, obviously, you're saying that's something you always thought about doing. Like, what were your feelings going into that? Was it a bit (laughs) nerve wracking or, you know? That was shit scary. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute shit scary. I remember the first day we opened. No. First day we opened was a Saturday. We were fully booked, um, but it was the Tuesday, I think. So what we did originally was one of us was on appointments, one of us was on walk-ins, and then we alternated each day. But every Saturday, we both did appointments. So it was a Tuesday. Ruri was on appointments. I was on walk-ins. <laughs> Ruri was fully booked, and I was sitting there all morning, shiting myself. <laughs> I was like, Ruri, what have we done? What have we done? We better ask for our jobs back. Because, like, no one came in until, like, lunchtime. And then I was busy through the rest of the day. And it was kind of like that for, like, the first week. And then after that, we were just nonstop. It was crazy. Like, I remember that Christmas. Like, me and Rue were just, like, cutting. And people were just sitting around the whole shop. It was absolute mental. Like, I'm sure someone waited, like, five hours. Like, <laughs> But around Christmas time was mental, and then that's when we had Christmas. You guys had built up a fairly like decent following, obviously from your time at Hard Grind and things like. That. I always remember like you'd be sitting there waiting, and you'd, you'd kind of like pass up a chair and be like, "No, I'll wait for Mark Aru because you were so used to getting your hair cut by you guys." Like, do you feel you timed it quite well with that, and that you you'd obviously built up quite a lot of guys that would only come to you guys, and then you obviously the hope was then that they would follow you where you kind of went. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, like it was never like that. That it was never like the plan. It wasn't like, oh yeah, let's make heaps of pals and like steal them all. Like it was just, yeah, like, yeah, we're, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> we're, just we're just cutting hair. And to be honest, like because me and Mark have known each other for so long, like in this in Hardgrind, because it was so small and everyone was waiting, like sitting so close, like you couldn't help but like 
get involved in the banter. So like mm. everyone just kind of had banter. So by the end, like by like a year and a half or two years, like however long we worked there, we fucking knew everyone that came in that door. Do you know what I mean? So like we, and me and Mark kind of had the um, the mindset still of like of like being working in a hairdresser and like the kind of level of service and even just little things like always like making sure you say hi to people when they come in and like say bye and like it's just the little things like it. Um, mm-hmm. and we had a lot more conversation conversational skills you know what i mean than yeah than some of the other yeah, guys yeah. that just that just came out of like an oil job and they're like you know fuck it you know i'm gonna get hand tats and i want to be a barber like <laughs> so they've come out of it and like yeah like great they can cut hair magic but their chat was absolute pish you know what i mean yeah so like like no word of a lie but you could get you could get the best haircut ever but if the guy's got no chat you'll probably leave being like that guy was a fanny like i'm not going back there whereas, you know, whereas, me and, whereas me and mark we give you absolute bog standard but we've got like, <laughs> we've got top-notch patter do you know what i mean so like, that, that haircut was shite but it was like yeah, a that haircut was shit but the atmosphere was awesome yeah you boys leave that shop thinking you are god but like we're we're looking at it like oh, jesus like, christ <laughs> you just roll another one out like, who cut that oh. <laughs> another 25 quid in the pocket boys <laughs> <laughs> so see how you were saying you were uh, shitting yourself when you opened the shop for folk that don't know the business how much of a graft and a grind was it to actually become one of the most successful and popular shops in Aberdeen I don't know man like I, I, I feel like we kind of just I think the initial part of it was was full on like getting all the stuff together and the and the shop build and stuff and like we didn't have much money like like you know we just kind of we did what we had to do to like try and get like the space like together and stuff and we totally just thrown whatever we had into it like money wise and um it was just kind of like a let's see see what happens but yeah man there was definitely like i think to start with we just both were like we were working so much like i think both of us maybe put on like four stone if you look back at photos of me and mark when we first opened up the shop we were both like we both got real chubby like, like proper fat like i think we were just working we were working um like from you know early morning till like late at night we were trying to do everything and you know just carving around the corner getting a like a pot noodle a pie a bag of crisps and a sweetie for lunch and you know that's never ending well you know what i mean like don't forget this six cans of coke as well oh. <laughs> so much so much um so yeah we were just working we're just cutting hair we're just trying to cut hair as much as we could and because we were both cutting hair it wasn't like there was like somebody else to manage it so it's like you were cutting hair all day and then at the end of the day you've still got to do all the rest of the shit so yeah it was a lot but like we we got quite a lot of help from you know our friends and family and and my brother he does like um he does a bit of like the accounting stuff as well so that kind of helps because sometimes you know, at the end of the day, the last thing you will have to do is like deal with numbers and stuff. So, um, so no, he was a great help as well. So we had that, um, so that we could just focus on cutting and just like, just building up a, like a clientele. And I think like, I think we've got the, the good thing that we have, and especially um, we noticed from the whole lockdowns, um, we've got like quite a, like a varied clientele. Like we don't just have like heaps of like, you know, 16 year old boys wanting skin fades we're in stone island do you know what i mean we've got like we've got like like old boys who like have got like you know epic beards and we've got like sort of middle-aged and then like you know what what you boys at now like 35 or 
Settle down. Oh, fuck you it. Speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, you, some of you boys maybe maybe be middle aged. I think you and what twelve or something. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the sell the skateboard or the chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm ready, Ruth. Yeah. On you go. Yeah, you still get you still get raised up, but we we put the um, we put the gown over it so that he doesn't get embarrassed. Um, yeah, so it hides. So, yeah, no. So we've got such a like such a varied clientele that like the amount of support we had was. Like it was unreal from from people and like just people coming in like being like you're like okay your haircut's twenty five pound and they were like take a hundred pound and you're like fucking why why are you doing that you know why would you do that like I wouldn't do that <laughs> somebody else but people were just so generous because they knew that our situation they were like well you've not been cutting hair for fucking four months I would have had four haircuts by now so just take it like Here's the, and that, it was amazing yeah. like it was unreal and yeah. it's definitely you know seen us through part of this one so like. Yeah, it's it's been amazing the the support from clients and I definitely think that's due to it being such a varied clientele. Yeah, and like, to you guys as well though, isn't it? Like you know, like people aren't going to do that if they don't like you. You know, I think I think surprisingly, it's fair, it's fair, man. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know why people like you, but it's it's one of these things where people people aren't going to be that generous if you're not obviously providing a really good service for them. So I think it is it's credit to you guys and what you've done. We must be doing something, right? Eh? Yeah. Don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, but keep, just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so no, like you are kind of saying it. See, for us uh, from the outside looking in, you transitioning from going from the hard grind shop to hometown seemed pretty seamless. But for you guys, was it pretty daunting going from you being an employee to being the employer as such? Are you guys just wanting some dirt? Is that what you're after? Are you chasing yeah. dirt? Is that what you're Feed feeling? Us a, are we getting dirt? If you can give like, us dirt, we'll take dirt. I feel like I feel like you're chasing dirt. <laughs> Don't know where you're getting no, that. No, no, I just, from. It's, it's more no, I mean more the now you're owning a business. Like that that in itself, you're you're not just cutting for the sake of getting your wage anymore. It's such you're you're cutting to yeah, keep man. your business open. To be honest, like I think it was, yeah, fairly daunting. And I think if like if Hardwind had worked out a bit better if the situation worked out better for me and Mark I generally think we would have probably stayed there for a lot longer it mm -hmm. just got to the stage that it wasn't what it was at the start for us you know what I mean like yeah yeah no, nothing wrong with what they were doing just for us it, it wasn't um it wasn't going in the direction that we wanted and when you're in that kind of business and you can there's always a potential that you could do it for yourself it's kind of a no-brainer at some point you're like well you know well, it comes like, what's, into the right the place, next... right time as well, though, yeah, doesn't it? What's, what's the next level? And we kind of thought, like, if we don't do it soon, there's going to be like, there's going to be like heaps of other shops popping up, and rightly so, like they did. Yeah, so there we was, got yeah. in at the right time. We got I think you just, definitely did. Just in time to like, to get like a strong core of clients before like fucking, you know, every Tom yeah, Dick and Harry was opening up, up a barbershop for years. Yeah, yeah, like because it just it just skyrocketed. Um, yeah. And then obviously you guys have then expanded. Obviously, you talk about it was it was tricky getting going. That's obviously been streamlined a wee bit because obviously you expanded. What is it four year now cutting out of? Yeah, your shop. So yeah, it didn't take long actually. Right well, six months in, we employed Christy, and then must have been like what six months to a year maybe where we employed Christy Mark. again. <laughs> not even years to get in there. Uh, what was it? It was Mark, wasn't it? And then 
Laura. Sorry, I had to slip that one in. <laughs> <laughs> Even though yeah, actually, we discussed that we thought it was just going to be the two of us for like at least a year, but with the with the demand and that, it was just a no-brainer to employ someone else. And Christy, uh, yeah, as soon as we put up a put up a position, she uh, emailed us straight away. No, no CV, nothing, just a, just a <laughs> nice <laughs> letter. He's a job. She might as well. She might as well just slid in my DMs to be fair and said like. <laughs> Can, can I work for you? But um, yeah, to be honest, we've been super lucky. Like with the staff that we've had, like we have been really lucky. Um, and now we've got two guys and two girls, so like it's a, it's a good it's a good, good mix, it's a good blend. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean they get a fair share of abuse, but um... <laughs> I was just a way to ask that. Obviously, like we're only in for like an hour once every couple of weeks or once a month, and when we were in, you two just don't take shit and you just throw abuse <laughs> at either us or <laughs> or Laura or Christy. Like, who, Is that who... what a boss is supposed to do, though? So? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Who gets the most abuse in that shop like on a day-to-day basis? It's equal. It has to be equal. <laughs> I don't think is I've it? ever seen it equal. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen it equal. No, you only have for an hour every couple of weeks. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, well I mean, since since you know so much, Callum, who 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 do you think? I think when I'm in, I think well, Laura's quite quiet, so and I I know Laura from where I used to get my haircut, um, before she moved to you guys, um, but I'd say definitely Christy gets it gets it pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, to be honest, it, it does change. It, it chops and changes. Christy's hilarious. She cracks us up. Sometimes it's just she um. You know, we'll be speaking about something and she'll like just come in, like join the conversation halfway through and say something completely different and you'll be like, What what are you on about? What are you on about? <laughs> you're, you're not gonna get away with that in that shop, are you? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. But like she like they're both like they, they you know, they take it and like they fire back now. I think because there's two of them, like two girls now, it's kind of evened out a bit more. Yeah. It used to maybe be a bit a bit more when it was like just me, Mark and Christy, because you'd be like, nah, shut up, Christy. Do you know what I mean? But um, it's, to be honest, it's just lucky we don't have a HR department. That's all. <laughs> well, we I think, do. It, I think it makes yeah, it's you two guys. I think it makes the shop so much easier to be in. Though, like when you guys are throwing that about, and it makes everybody. Oh, comf- yeah. I wouldn't say yeah, whoever you're throwing that makes it comfortable. It makes shop. us comfortable. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some dark moments in there. Don't get me wrong, and we've gone down some, some tangents before. You know, sometimes on like. You know, a Thursday night, you've been cutting hair from like 10 to 8, roughly about half six, seven. That's that's the time not to book a haircut on a Thursday evening. Cause that's usually that the point point I get my haircut. By that point, we have fucking lost our tiny minds. And um, by, by that point, we're about three coffees deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buzzing off our tits. Is that it? Only three? Yeah, oh, just the three. Rock, all got four shots in them. <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you, you, don't, you don't have your little apprentice doing the runabout anymore. So it's. No, this yeah, is it. Yeah, we have he, to do it all you know ourselves. What? Out of all, yeah. we probably got it the worst. Turtle was hilarious. No wonder he got it. He got it hard, man. That kid grew up way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming in and you just absolutely slated him for the full time, and he just oh, got man. it, and he took it. But fuck you know me. What? But you know what? Like I wish I had that when I was his age because, like, 
you know, I was just floating about life thinking nothing was going to harm me. Whereas, like, he knew, like, from a young age, like, there's, there's madness out there. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all stored within this one door frame, you know. <laughs> it definitely helps. It can only get easier with the shop. <laughs> you know what? You know what? He's, a, he's still a good kid and he's a hard worker. And, yeah, we love him. Yeah, David's class. Um, and, um, yeah, again, the girls, yeah, we're just, we're really lucky um, that they want to work for us and deal with us <laughs> chatting <laughs> shit all day and, and giving them the constant um the constant verbal abuse but it always comes from a good place you know what i mean <laughs> always love behind the question yeah like you know you you want to spur these people on you want them to you want them to better themselves and you know sometimes you need to you need to give them some, oh, some harsh some harsh words some harsh words constructive Hard, criticism harden them up a bit for life say. yeah definitely harden harden them girls up I'll say uh, no more. well we'll move on a little bit so obviously you boys have uh you have gone from strength to strength at the shop and you've you have now started to do your bit for for charity more uh more recently well you never got to do it yet i'm sure you as well but for crohn's was is there any real significance to doing it for that charity and you's following on a little bit you've also helped like local businesses you've went and done like uh guest barbering in some some places as well haven't you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> mark do you want to you want to take an arse <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, i think um before we opened the shop we um did a few nights in orchid didn't we we did oh, one yeah. after night guest spots now that was a riot <laughs> a lot of time was, was there alcohol consumed at this idea. point <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Crohn's and Clive's was um that mainly came from your client, Rudy, wasn't it, Paul? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want me to tell the tale? Yes, definitely. <laughs> your client. I sense that. Oh, I'll just throw this back to you. <laughs> yeah, no. So the um, it kind of to be honest, it was a bit. It, it was a bit random like well one of one of um my clients paul um he he suffered from crohn's eclipse like most of his life um and he's like been pretty open about it when he's been in the shop but been cutting his hair since hard grind so you know you're talking like four years or whatever four or five years that you've been speaking to this guy so and he every time he comes in he's like full of life he he brings in like you know sweets and like coffees and stuff and he's just always like been a really sound guy and um Every time he's in, he talks about like the different runs he's been doing. He finds that having like a, a marathon, a challenge, uh, like a, a run coming up, it helps him, helps give him a bit of focus and take his mind off like the daily sort of, you know, the daily things with Crohn's like, which is which is awful. So it's a, you know, it's, it's an awful disease to have. So um, yeah, he's just like a really cool guy. And me and Mark, me and Mark randomly were just like, oh, I think it was one of those things we're just speaking in the shop it's like such like an open fucking thing like sometimes our clients are sitting there and me and mark are just speaking to each other i'm like <laughs> we need to remember that, like, it's about the customer not about us like and we're just chatting back and forth sometimes the customer's like sorry what and i'm like no i'm not speaking to you <laughs> so like eyes forward eyes forward <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah. that's where our best ideas come from like you know we're just we're just completely ignoring everyone else in the room we're having a conversation but like do you want to do this yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. So that was legit. It was like, oh, Mark said, oh, I'd like to do the marathon before I'm 30. And I was like, I'll do a marathon. And then I was like, cool. Like, 
how do we do it? Do you have to pay for it? And, that, and then we were like, oh, I think you can like apply for a charity. So we put no thought into it really. And then we went, actually, like, how cool would it be to run for like for Crohn's and Colitis for a pulse charity? And both of us were like, cool, yeah, let's do it. But we'll we'll sign up to we'll sign up to a few and see if we get anything back. We signed up to one and it was Crohn's and Colitis. And then we never did anything else with it. But then all of a sudden we got like a phone call being like, right, so you should have applied, you should like and we had to like, you know, give like proper like in depth of what we would do to raise money and stuff and how much we would raise and then we were like oh shit oh maybe shit, we just became real. <laughs> like, oh, no. so i think we said that we could raise ten thousand between us and uh, like obviously use the shop to um to get to get money in for fundraising and stuff which to be honest we knew would work because everyone was so generous um so on the back of that we had the the silly idea of the 24-hour like cut-a-thon thing when we cut hair yeah, for 24 hours which was absolute, which was yeah. awful honestly that was, that was <laughs> the 20 the 24 hours of cutting hair was way worse than running four miles every four hours, <laughs> 40 hours. honestly man like honestly it was it was just weird and people coming in smashed at three in the morning didn't help <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And people were standing <laughs> off the street. Like, people weren't even coming in for haircuts. Two guys came in because they wanted to play a game of FIFA. And they were absolutely fucking... <laughs> they, like, they gave us money, didn't they? They were like, yeah, I think, yeah, we play think... a game of FIFA and we'll give you, donate money to charity. <laughs> yeah, but the guy, the guy threw, like, I don't know, 20p in the box and fucked off. But, like, <laughs> they, were, they were both, like, suited and booted. I think, um, who was fighting that night? Was it, um, oh, it was, was a big fight now. I think it might have been McGregor. I can't remember, but there was a big fight as well. Joshua. And we didn't, we didn't realize Joshua. the dates. Who was it? It was Joshua. Oh, it was Joshua. Okay. We didn't realize the dates, and then we saw that, and we were like, "Oh, this is a fucking bad move." Like, <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be absolutely like, smashed. people will be up late, so they'll come in and bother us. Um, so yeah, people came in played FIFA. Um, one of our apprentices at that time, Josh, he just came in and just sat in the corner for like the whole night, pretty much, and said nothing. That was weird, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, it was tough. I saw the Mar- devil. Yeah, like at oh. one point, like we were flying high. We'd had a lot of coffee. We were flying high, and I don't know what happened to Mark, but at one point, I turned around and he looked like <laughs> the devil had just taken over his soul. <laughs> and- oh, lad, honestly, like. <laughs> I don't know what happened, like, just before our client came in, there was a switch, went pale. And luckily enough, it was two boys that I really, I knew well. So for about two hours, I was just cutting in silence. Like, my hair was done like this. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't do nothing else. And then all of a sudden, ate some mango, boom, was back in the game. <laughs> it was tough. I think it was that one beer. I think I had one beer at, like, was it four o'clock when... Uh, Laura had finished. She left. We had a beer with her, and I think I just kind of got hungover, at, like about midnight <laughs> from that one beer. And that was me. Honestly, it was a, it was a bad experience. I thought I lost. I thought I thought I'd lost them forever. To be fair, like. I know. Like there was so much hype. We had the whole thing like live on Facebook. Fucking banners thought. everywhere. And I, I honestly thought it was like you know what? I'm out. I thought, I'm out this. <laughs> but I'm end up. Thank God. But the, the one thing I remember from that whole thing was the walk home. So Bob was like eight in the morning and I had all, I took the money, the cash, because I, I was going to put it in the bank on the Monday and literally every 10 feet, I had to open my back 
to make sure the money was in there. Like I was, I was, <laughs> I was freaking out. I just thought did I was you, getting followed home and everything it was ringing. Did you put the Did you put Did you put the money in the bank in the end there? Uh, <laughs> is, it still, is it still under your bed? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Someone listening will know where you stay, bro. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I pass Mark most mornings going to work, so <laughs> going to start timing see, it right on the way home. Mug him. If you ever see him checking his bag, just smash right into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right now. What are you saying? Um, obviously, people were kind of popping in and out. Did you have the booking system for the 24 hours or was it just like a kind of walk-in service? I don't remember. Yeah, I think we did. I think we just had... Yeah, I think that was kind of our thought. It was like, oh, if you do walk-ins, like imagine just having like, you know, heaps of boys coming in from a night out and, you know, <laughs> oh, is it cool for my bird weights? And you know, she's in spewing and, you know oh, what I mean? Like, so much smashing like garlic, garlic oh, sauce and chips. Yeah, there's, a, there's like kebab <laughs> everywhere and we were like, that's, that's bad news. So I think we thought if we did appointments then it would be people who, you know, knew the shop and were friendly and like, like knew that it was for a cause and stuff and they would like, come in and you know and pretty much literally every single person uh donated like over you know what i mean like it was like oh 25 pound or whatever for a haircut but every, like a lot of people were like oh have 30 or have 40 or whatever yeah we yeah, did yeah. some incentive things and gave some t-shirts and stuff and we raced like i can't remember mark was it like over three grand or four grand i can't remember it was a lot yeah i think it was over three just from that 24 hours yeah that's decent. You sure good. you sure it wasn't four? I'm pretty sure a thousand's gone. A thousand sure a thousand went on No, it's too like <laughs> all that crossfit, all that extra, crossfit equipment, an extra yeah. thousand somewhere in the pillowcase. Uh, Mark's, Mark's got Mark's got a whole rogue gym set up in his backyard. <laughs> it just doesn't show it on his Instagram to hide it all the time. Yeah, I, I won that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <The> giveaway. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, boys, that must Fear have been a fair. Oh, sorry, Mark. On you go. Apologies. No, 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 I'm speaking straight. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was probably going to do the exact I, I, I same as well, in fairness. I like sharing all that rubbish on Instagram. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously, that, that obviously we talked about quite a lot of the highs of the business, how it's moved up and things. Obviously, at the moment, it's probably quite a low time for the business. It's probably not particularly fun I mean, it's not during ideal, lockdown. Like, how, how has that affected things, obviously, for you guys? Like, it, it's, it's well, no ideal time. No, no, no money comes in, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what the the money is that Mark's got. That's keeping the shop open. Yeah. Question, question answer, Keith. <laughs> We're actually We're down at the harbour every Saturday, Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> we now have to sell our arses down at the harbour. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Get yourselves on OnlyFans. <laughs> I, think I think we would do all right. Imagine Mark just shaking his sweet molly with nippies out. I'd pay three pound fifty a month to see that. Pouring beer all over your chest is whip it. Would you? No, we're actually um, we're actually sort of refiltering the charity money back into the business. <laughs> <laughs> so like just a couple of couple of twenties every week just come back in. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough times, man. No, but see. Uh, on a serious note, it's it's been tough. It's been, I think it's just, I think it's just not really knowing or like not having like a date or like, I think yeah. if you had like a date to work towards, like you could figure out like, okay, we're going to be good, like money wise. Like, to be fair, we've not been like silly with money in the past. So like we, we, we had enough to like make sure that we were okay. But the, the longer it goes on, the more you think like, oh Jesus, like, this is, <laughs> this is not ideal. We're going to have to ask, you don't want to have to ask for like too much help and stuff. So um yeah like 
it's been shit. There's been some good points though. Like I think the first lockdown, like like some points was good. Like me and Mark had worked this kind of job, unsociable hours since we were, you know, like 16. So like, don't get me wrong. There was a, there was a, a part of it that I was like, this is pretty nice. You know what I mean? Some we time actually have time to like, yeah, time to rethink things and like, you know, just sit in your pants like for a whole day. Like, you know what I mean? Play FIFA, eat crisps off your belly um it was it was it was nice but it's it was nice then but it's now it's like right yeah it's it's probably fortunate that you guys have been as sensible as you have been because you see you see in the city even just now you see the odd business here and there and it's it's brutal brutal. to see just now it's absolutely brutal seeing the city and there's a little bit of why we've started this podcast in itself is to try and boost if we can, whether we can or whether we can't, even but just we, a few we'll, years going towards it, yeah, it's just fucking people yeah, listening we, for that. We want to see, we want to see local businesses doing well and keeping open, especially throughout this. It's it's just brutal, man. Yeah, for sure, man. It's tough times, and I think I don't think we're out the I don't think we're out the end of it yet. Like, no, I think, I think it's going to get worse once once we, once people go back. It's like people then realize how little they have made, and then they're struggling to like you know keep up with things, but um. Yeah, it's 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 sad times to see like um look like small local shops and quirky little shops and quirky restaurants that we all loved and we all used to like go to and stuff. So it's shit, man. And as well, you just think like like people aren't gonna want to open up new things up here. So like Union Street is dire. Like we, we ran down it the other day. We ran down the other day and I was like, the fuck has happened here? Like there's yeah, absolutely it was, nothing. Like, it was going, it was going bad before boards. all this. Like it was going bad before all this. Just Bookie's yeah. charity shop pub, Bookie's charity shop pub. But Primark. Just, just just Primark on Union Street. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Primark takes up the 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 whole spot of Union Street <laughs> as the thing that you see. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Like what was it? It was just full of China shops and Bookie's. Yeah, and now it's just full of just, just Primark. There's shops, just a bunch of boarded shops, up shops yeah. now as well. Yeah, it's just a bunch there's of that, boarded there's up that, stuff. There's that depressing. one shop that next to like it used to be like Virgin back in the day, and it's just got heaps <laughs> of like wooden animals in it. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's just got like fucking wooden giraffes. I'm like, no one needs wooden giraffes right now. Yeah, no one needs them. How are they paying it's essential. giraffes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah how, how are they open? That's bullshit. It's essential. Come on. Mate, but seriously, give it a couple more months. I'll be selling giraffes like they're fucking hotcakes. I'll be in there. I've no job. If, you, no if you've got a vaping company, that they seem to keep opening as well. Oh yeah, it'll soon, it'll soon hometown giraffe company. That's what it'll be. Soon. Imagine, imagine just uh, like a hometown vape, and everyone's vaping in the shop, and you're just fucking cutting in. A it's just a hot box shop. <laughs> just, just walking out with a wee wooden giraffe as well. Here's Mark, your next do you idea. Do you remember the? Do you remember the night the fucking the all the lights went out in the whole street and we were cutting with fucking flashlights on and like oh. head torches. That was Holy, mad. Yeah, that was that was bad times. Surely, if you're getting your hair cut, you go like, I'll come back I'll tomorrow. Maybe, I'll maybe just come back tomorrow. Yeah. In the shop, like I mean, what what kind of barbers keeps head torches in the cupboards? You know, it's like... well, no. To be honest, I, I'll, I'll level with you there, Keith. It wasn't a head torch. It was a it was a it was a phone 
that was attached to a hat. Had, it, had the sort of the flashlight was sort of here. You were kind of like that. Just proper rednecked it in like through the day. Oh yeah, I mean none of the none of the clients have have actually came back to the shop since. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all traumatized. It's all about that money in the bank. What is a twenty? It's like you're saying, everything's obviously so horrible just now, but once we do finally get out of this lockdown 5.0 or whatever it actually is, um, have you got plans for anything big for hometown or are you just going to get in and bash out as many mullets as you possibly can? The only thing I'm thinking about is going straight to Drummond's and <laughs> sitting, standing in the middle of the dance floor with a plastic glass and a disgusting fork in it. And I'm going to drink it. <laughs> yeah. and be happy again yeah my plan but, is to my plan is to kind of like i don't know maybe go to um drummond's with mark and maybe perchance place my elbow upon a bar and uh, you know maybe look down the bar and say hello to whoever's next to me they won't look at me like a piece of shit <laughs> they might still who knows um and then you know say hello lovely barmaid i'll have um a fresh fresh pint of Guinness and um, she'll just pour it and hand it to me and maybe she'll smile. I'll hand her coins because, you know, <laughs> that's all I'll probably have. Frankincense and myrrh. Yeah. Frankincense and myrrh. I'll hand her, I will cross her palm with silver and she will give me sweet nectar in return. <laughs> and yeah, we'll just, we'll dance the night away and, you know, we'll lose some inhibitions, we'll maybe lose some friends, but, you know, we're just, that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah. But yes, on a serious note, we have absolute zero plans. We're just going to be shaving as much bitches as we can. Oh, a lot more. Oh yeah, we'll just be we'll be absolute shaving cats daily. Um, and yeah, we haven't really thought of much else after that. Um, I don't know. We're both kind of at the stage that we're just kind of we kind of want to get through this year, yeah. like unsca- unscathed. Like let's try and get this put this year behind us already and it's just begun do you know what i mean but you it started on such a bad note that you're like oh, like yeah. let's get this sort of business sheet out of the way and then we can kind of then think about the next stage out of what we want out of the shop um where we want to go with it um but yeah we have been we, we have been thinking about a few things we want to um like we've got like a really good space so me and mark are going to do some we're going to try and do it up a little bit over this next like couple of weeks just to kind of, because we've got time and we're not doing anything else. We're going to um, just try and shape up, uh, mix it up a little bit and the shop setting. And then we there's something else we wanted to do that we like, kind of loosely talked about, like uh, once everything gets back to normal, do like a sort of hometown unplugged. Um, we wanted to get like heaps of different musicians from like around town and stuff and do like a, like a sort of live gig in the shop. Um, pretty cool. But like, Maybe it's going to be, gonna be jazzy as fuck and we'll be like wearing like three-piece suits and bowler hats and shit like we want to like get, get, back, to and get back to the old days the wet piano and belt and belt out. oh yeah, yeah. piano <laughs> piano like a, like a somebody be on the jazz flute and the fiddle and um mark will tie mark will tie his um, mullet in like a really low cone like a really low cone <laughs> <laughs> I and I, I could look at myself in the mirror i was like nah that's that's wrong yeah. too handsome that's what it was mark it was too handsome and we'll oh, just play, we'll play sweet music. So yeah, that's one thing that we thought that would be quite cool to do um, once we get back, just to kind of mix it up. But other than that, yeah, it will be um, pick a guard and you're getting that all over. 
That's what we're doing when you come back. You get it's called <laughs> we'll take and, it. We'll take it. Yeah. Pick a mix. Pick a mix yeah. shot. You get to pick a guard for the sides and pick a guard for the top. And you know, I think you should just a, do. I'll a, just let you cut my hair however you want to. To be quite honest, just now I'm fucking oh, yeah. fed up with this. Yeah. I'll uh, I have to have that once. You can, um, you can hold me to that. The mullet. The mullet. Mullet. <laughs> stars. Callum, Callum, you must <laughs> just, you must look at you must look at Mark's mullet and just think. I'm so envious. And shit was mine. Mine was shit. <laughs> mine was shit. It wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. No, but no, yeah. your hair's your hair's so straight, and it's got like you know your hair is super straight, so it was always going to be harder. Mark's hair is it's all different curls. kinds of texture. Yeah, I should have went and got a perm first. You should have. Should have. Imagine that it would have been so tight oh. though. It would have been oh. so tight. It would have just sitting like really plump at the bottom. Just walking on like Kenny Powers. <laughs> I tell you what. Tell you what. It's depending on how long this lockdown goes and how long my hair is and if it's perfect for that, I'll get a perm and I'll come in and get another mullet. Oh, he said oh, it here. We'll do it. Oh, you, heard, yeah. you heard it here first. I will pay. I will pay for that one. I was supposed to pay for the last one, but it was a poor excuse for a mullet. So. You better you watch it, man. I tried my hardest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, worked, I worked with what I had. Yeah, <laughs> you can only do with what you got. <laughs> You'll be getting the reverse mullet after lockdown. You'll be getting no hair in the back. You can shave <laughs> my head. Just a little, little wispy fringe at the front. <laughs> just one little strand down the middle. <laughs> getting the Ronaldo hairdo. Oh. <laughs> just a block right at the front. Just I'll just, and I'll just... I'll just like take your glasses off and just stand on them for no reason at all. <laughs> just at the end of the service, just to really, just to really finish it off. <laughs> yeah, stop, did you enjoy that? Twenty five pounds for that, though. Yeah, that'll be twenty five pounds, please, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of uh, jumping jumping away from the barber shop and everything, Rue, you mentioned that you'd done uh, drama stuff when you were in school. You'd done a play at Christmas time two years ago, I think it was. Or- Last yeah, year, did, no, it wasn't yeah, like two did, years ago. Yeah. yeah, to be honest, I think it was two years ago. I can't really remember. It's been this was that something that you wanted to pursue earlier on before the hairdresser and everything, or um, yeah, like I, I did so I did um, did hairdressing for a bit and then I went away to Glasgow and I, I was in I went to a drama school for a year. Um, so it was definitely a thing of like, oh, maybe I'll do that, but I just didn't have the um. I don't have the drive for it to be fair. Like it's quite a brutal industry. Like and yeah, it's, I, I, I know a lot. Yeah. You have to like really want want it like to to get anywhere. And I think I spent the whole year just like more focused on going out drinking and like <laughs> you know being a fanny. So I um I didn't really learn much, and I just kind of like I had to be like realistic and be a bit of an adult about it and go. I don't want to really waste like you know my parents were helping me out to be there, so I was like well. I don't want to waste their money if I don't see like a future in it. Um, so yeah, no, like it was good fun and <laughs> had some good times, but um, I just, uh, I thought I would just come home and then I came home and then, yeah, like started working hard grind and stuff. And I've still always done it. Like I've done it since I was a kid and like, I love it. It was great. Like, and as a kid, it was a great thing to do because although everyone thought you were gay, they were the fools. <laughs> they were the fools because, um, because, you know, you were, you were doing a show and there was like, I don't know, like 30 girls and like four boys and two of them were gay. And then the other two were straight. So you'd be, you'd be, you'd be cleaning up. You know what I mean? Winning. Bunch, and, you know, it was like, it was like the reverse cheerleader effect. Like, you know, for, for, for guys, like, you know, if you, if you had like, if you looked kind of average and had good chat, you were, you were in, 
you were having a great time. So, but we seen how you dress, so <laughs> there wasn't much cleaning up. <laughs> that yellow jumper holding you back. <laughs> hey, I for 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 how I did dress, I did pretty well. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised, man. I surprised myself. I surprised myself, but um, yeah, um, it was good. And and then yeah, I've always done it. So last show I did was um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, I don't know if you guys want to hazard a guess as to which part I played, but um, obviously I don't know anything about the show to be honest. <laughs> obviously, I was obviously I was Mary. Um, <laughs> um, Killer, look for it. Yeah, no, absolutely, no. I killed, I killed the vibe. Um, yeah, no, I played, I played Judas, funnily enough, um, and it was typecast. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and I did all right. I, I had a good fun. Um, got to kill myself on stage, so that was definitely like a something off the bucket list um <laughs> but like you were like in the normal show he has to he's supposed to hang himself on stage and i was like absolutely fuck that i'm not i'm not messing about with that because like i've heard horror stories about just like, in case the, was, was yeah, it the crow like, is it the crow you know, it was the crow wasn't it uh bruce lee saw it was the crow the crow put me right off it but yeah like you know i was just thinking like okay cool so i'll hang myself the curtains will shut or like they'll, <laughs> you know, they'll leave the curtains open and the audience will be like Oh my God, he's oh, he's really, really, he's really, really good. good. I'm yeah. Somebody, I'm actually dying. I'm like, ah, help, help. <laughs> so I was like, nah, absolutely not. And then um, they decided that I would stab myself to death. So it gave me a little bit more, like, a bit oh. more juice, a bit more acting juice. So I was like stabbing myself. There was blood going everywhere. But night one, uh, Mark, you were you came to see it that night, didn't you, Mark? The oh. Wednesday night. So night one, I got really into it, like far too into it. I thought I was a method actor. I thought I was like Shia LaBeouf and I was on fucking TV. I was going to start like pulling my teeth out and stuff. Pulling your teeth out and cutting yourself on purpose. Yeah, so I had this little, it was a tiny blade that was supposed to cut through a t-shirt and then open up um, little blood pellet things. And then the blood came through the t-shirt and it looked amazing. So I'm like, just supposed to like pierce it and drag it across. But I'm Harley Rackett at that point. I'm so into it. So I'm... I'm just like going at it. I'm full stabbing myself, full stabbing myself, and um, and then I'm supposed to fall over. And obviously, when you fall over, you're supposed to put your hands in front of your, um, you know, to to break the fall. But I just sort of went backwards, and then just went forward and landed straight on my face, just straight on my face. Just and um, utter shit. Yeah, I was I was definitely out cold for like I don't know thirty seconds. I got dragged off the stage, and then I came off and. I need to get like all the fake blood washed off me before I go back on stage. So they were washing the blood off and that. And then I'm like, on oh, my head. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I think, man, I think that's, some, I think that's my blood. I think that's my blood. And then um, the guy's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's your, <laughs> yeah. Your eyebrows split. That's uh, that is your blood. And I'm like, ah, I generally thought I was like a fighter at that point. I was like, ah, just, just, just take me up. I'm going back in. I'm, going back in. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Put me in coach. Yeah, put me in, bro. Put me in. I'm not done. Let me bang, bro. So I'll go back in. And um, I, do the, I do the final scene and I come off and I'm sitting back. I'm like, I've done it. Like I killed, I absolutely killed it. And then I looked down and there was like darker blood on my white shirt. And I was like, oh, that's a bit of me as well, isn't it? And then I opened up my shirt and I'd open up my shirt and I'd like fully stab myself in the gut and like opened like opened up <laughs> my gut so i was like oh that's perfect and then everyone was freaking out and i went up to um hospital and got got, got myself glued back together <laughs> so if anybody ever says to a young 
a young um, young lad that um, theatre is for for gay people, what was what they say? Um, then, uh, yeah, tell them to swing by swing by hometown, and I'll and I'll tell them my story. <laughs> Stabbing myself and nearly knocking myself out. For the love of <laughs> knives. Yeah, for the enjoyment enough, of like, others. The next, the next night, I definitely put my hands down in front of my face because it was shit. <laughs> it wasn't cool. But yeah, so that's my that's my one claim to fame. Awesome. So obviously, you touched on you having the shop and getting some gigs and whatnot. So before lockdown, did any did you guys have any kind of gigs planned, or did you just have shows lined up, or and also after kind of COVID, have you got anything? you're kind of looking forward to seeing or are you just got lined up as well oh things are just falling by the wayside yeah it's, <laughs> it, it is brutal it oh. is brutal like i think i think junior did you have you had biffy lined up i was supposed to have yeah. biffy in june yeah the week after callum's supposed wedding but fucking that doesn't yeah. like it's supposed to happen <laughs> june, this question's little... making me feel upset because like a year today um we had battlelands for frank carter that was the last time we seen anything yeah, live. that was the last gig that we went to so Oh, yeah. I think a few days ago was the, a year ago since we seen Steel Panther. It's oh yeah, it did show to go out memories, on. It? That was oh. ace. We just absolutely glammed ourselves up and had a great time. But <laughs> oh. it just feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? You know, you can yeah. just dance around around sweaty people and have a great time. Oh yeah, we were like getting photos of randoms and that because we were all dressed up. Like I think we were like the only cats fucking fully into it. Everybody else was dressed normal, and we were like in full like <laughs> le- leather pants and wigs and stuff. So well, we borrowed yeah, was... clothes off Laura. <laughs> we <bought> <laughs> off Laura. Yeah. She has an obscene amount of cat suits and fucking that doesn't surprise leggings. me at all. Yeah, not yeah. surprised. So she she hooked she hooked the brothers up. Just quite so, a lot. We we were meant to see we were meant to see Aussie. Oh, but, that would have been amazing. Oh, I've seen, seen that boy on this morning yesterday. And, that boy ain't going nowhere. I was about to say, it won't be happening now. <laughs> yeah, I think he's immortal. I don't think Ozzy Osbourne can die, to be quite honest with you. I don't know. I don't no. reckon he's going to make it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Two on, drastic um, views. He's on the sweepstakes. It was on Loose Women. I seen him. And he was get like, Shannon and Ozzy were in the bed. I think it was like a Valentine's Day thing. And um, <clears> they were getting interviewed <laughs> by the people from Loose Women. And Shannon was answering everything. And Aussie's just sitting back like, what? <laughs> what? What's happening? I'm like, oh my God. That boy's naked on stage. Like, we're fucked already. Never seen oh, him again. Never seen him. Absolutely <laughs> not. We had, uh, we had Funeral for a Friend as well. Funeral for a Friend was supposed to be. Are they still on the No, no idea. idea. <laughs> not now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> not. <laughs> so there was still, no, there was heaps of stuff. Heaps of stuff. Um, and the only other thing that we have still... Is the marathon potentially in October? It's re- rescheduled like fucking five times, so um, it's supposed to be in October the third. So mm-hmm. that might happen again. I, I can't see a big event like that happening this so year. Early on. Yeah, but we just gotta keep our hopes up. It's yeah. one. It's one thing I'm missing probably more than most. Yeah. is gigs going to gigs and just getting plastered yeah. and getting plastered at gigs because <laughs> we didn't even get fucking fully last, plastered at gigs to enjoy them well the last one i think well at least i went to was who was it we went to see again jerry, jerry cinnamon, cinnamon. Yeah, oh, that would have been jerry the last cinnamon, one yeah, yeah. that, that, that was the last one was and that, that was, year, was it? no yeah. it was like no, tell, it was two, november two. november oh, 2019 and that was the only thing i had planned 
and that's that's been it. It's been brutal. But that was that was unreal because just tech had not long opened. Yeah, I know, yeah. man. And now it's a fucking vaccination centre. Like, yeah, that's where I'll be going to work in a wee while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you smashing um, out, you smashing out vaccines, are you? Smashing out the vaccines, yeah, yeah. You want to hook a brother up on the side? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't let him anywhere Boston. near you with a needle. Yeah, mentioning that last week, does. <laughs> wouldn't be letting him anywhere near you. I thought, what is is no one is no one wanting glasses anymore? What happened? No, I'm still doing that. So, uh, still working full time in the opticians, and then just doing that on days off. So, yeah, just doing your bit, just so, just doing do your bit, bit for the good of the people. That's it. That's what it. A, What's that helping out the nation? Mate. It's not for the yeah, good of the people. He still gets paid. He's rolling in double wages here. That's he why he still he's doing gets it. paid. <laughs> Is it cash in hand? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Rue's going to sign up. Only if I sell them when I leave. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you boys are struggling, and this boy's rolling in double bubble. Ken, I I, I'm, I'm just struggling to get in my bed, and you're just absolutely perking everyone up. You know who to take tips off of when, when everything opens back up again. Absolutely. <laughs> Kid's been throwing fucking harpoons at people's arms. <laughs> How is that? So have you have you actually done a vaccination not, yet? Not started yet. So um, I well I was supposed to no, start on Thursday. It's kind of it's a bit still up in the air at the moment. So I'm waiting to hear from whoever my line manager will be with regards to starting it. So. Is there any sort of like application process or just let any fucker in? <laughs> it seems like they're letting anyone can in. Can you interview me just now, please? We're just walking down the street. Where'd that, that sign up? That guy will do it. Um, oh, so Trevor! We, we got, um, we got a, an email out from uh, Scottish government, just basically like, all opticians, pharmacists, dentists, anyone who's registered with like a medical body and obviously nurses, that sort of stuff as well. Um, if you want to apply for it, apply in. So I just thought, well, I've not really done much to... To help out it was a chance and you're a money whore do we bit so <laughs> and there's not there's not really much else to do on your days off either yeah so, it's fair man it's um, fair. might as well use it positively stab folk stab yeah stab folk in the arm you know <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's what's going to be your like your your um your pat or your your startup lines have you got have you got a few oh, ready oh, to go? not, i've got voice for this i've had the I've perfect had voice to work this. on this you know it's, yeah we've <laughs> been up too much <laughs> if, you've, if you've had your eyes tested by Keith, you'll know that it's going to be absolute planned? shit patter. You going anywhere nice in your holidays, pal? Yeah, oh, no. that's my patter all day. That's my. I hear myself making the same jokes over and over and over, twelve times a day, five days a week, and it's not going to change when I start vaccinating. It's <laughs> still do it to us. nobody laughs. Twenty four seven. To yourself, buddy. Fucking yeah. <laughs> shite. Yeah. But anyway, wow. I suppose speaking of speaking of pattern and things, we've uh, got a wee bit of an internal debate. This is just a wee a wee question, just to round everything off, lads. If you listen to the last show, we've uh, a bit of a debate on the pronunciation of almond. Um, so almond. Got the, uh, we've got the we've got the almond, almond. camp and the almond camp. Which, uh, which do you pronounce you the L on? or is the L silent? Nah, that that uh, that L is loud and proud. Like yes, yeah. He's a That's, little. There we go. There's it's, three, and that was the yeah. same last week. That's three for three. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a it's a tough one because I think if somebody said what would be your nut of choice, I would probably go almond. But <laughs> if somebody said what what milk do you have in your coffee, I'd say oh can I have almond milk. So ah, it's a tough one. Yeah. So it's whether you're being a pompous prick or not. 
but basically, basically, and and look at me because I am clearly a pompous brick <laughs> in all my pompous glory. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So it's um, almond I, every day of the week then. I'll go. I'll go. I'll no. go almond. I'll go there almond. we go. No. Three for three. We're happy. Who you are you? Ask all, you can ask all the people that you that you vaccinate as well and get a tally. Get a yeah. tally going. We'll that just can work be a pattern. Yeah, thousands just... of people. I'll start asking patients. Yeah. Just imagine that Fucking just being the last question. Just be <laughs> so you really many for questions. Me. If you get a fever within 40 hours, it's fine. But if you start saying almonds, then come back to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should add you should add it to the disclaimer. You know, before they get the injection, they're filling out the form. You pronounce almond. <laughs> almond. <laughs> Who the fuck says almond? <laughs> right, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure. And Don't lie. look. We look, <laughs> we look forward to actually being able to get a haircut. Hopefully, definitely. Oh, you boys, you boys, you boys, you luscious hair. You boys look a mess. Like you boys used to, you, you used to like walk around the town like fucking valiant warriors, and look at the state yeah. he is now. Exactly. We're starting I'm a fucking have podcast. Faces for the radio now, <laughs> and here for <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure, and we hope to we hope to see you soon. Thank you very yeah, much for having us. It's, it's been a it's been an honor. Thank you very much, I mean, to be honest, I thought we should have been episode one, but fuck it, hey, yeah. like, two will do. You know what I mean? And, Drag and episode three, and then give them a big show second. Episode three is my pal John. So yeah, big John. Uh, yeah, make sure make sure you know if you if you thought this one was really shit and we had a bad <laughs> chat, then you'll definitely want to come back for John. <laughs> the happiest man ever to oh, grace Aberdeen's tattoo scene he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a lovable man so come oh, back and listen to him chat about tats <laughs> right lads cheers for that thanks peace out right, thanks boys. boys appreciate it take so much care Tranquility Base here the Eagle has landed big thanks to Rue Mark the hometown voice for coming on there it was a uh, Pretty packed full of laughs, that one. It was uh, definitely an interesting one to listen to, I would hope. Um, how did you guys think that went? I just think it was absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> like you say, barrel of laughs. The guys yeah. are just, they're just something else. And I think you could be completely down or, you know, feel like shit and the two of them could make you laugh. <laughs> yeah. They're just fantastic. Yeah, they, like I've said before, they make you want to go in for a haircut. You get such a good laugh. You're not like yeah. you no know, typical guys that go in and say, I'm not, I don't want a haircut. Like, I want to go in, get my haircut, 10 minutes, in, out, nay talking. Yeah. No, they, they actually get, make it a bit of an experience to get your haircut. Yeah, they make yeah. it fun. You go in, you get a beer, you get your haircut, you beat Root FIFA, happy days. <laughs> you should start think... taking him up on the, the slit in the eyebrow thing if you're beating him up. FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we'll play that many games, we'll both end up with the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> But I think one thing we all have to kind of think about is once COVID and once restrictions start to kind of dampen down is to shop local. Yeah, I yeah. think for everyone that's kind of listening, if you can, shop local. Because even, even now, if there's something local yes. that's open, yeah. get it done, support go and buy them. something yeah. off them, anything, even... If it's just a couple of pounds, it's going to be massive for these guys. Yeah, these these businesses, especially especially the ones that are obviously like Saru, the barbers and the the restaurants and the bar industry and places like that that can't open at all. Once they open, get yourselves into these places if you can. 
Just get support them. Yeah, and support the local. Keep that, keep that variety in Aberdeen as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's something finally, that Aberdeen's dying of. Yeah, it's finally starting to get these sorts of things going, these local different places going, and you know we need to support it and keep it there. Definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely, hundred percent. Which, uh, well, I suppose, boys, you know what time it is now. Salad dressing. Starting off as we will every week in this section, we'll have game of the week with Junior. This week, I'm going to go with God of War 2018. It's set in a Norse mythology world after moving away from Greek mythology in past games. You play as Kratos and he takes his son Atreus across the nine Norse worlds as they look to spread Kratos' wife's ashes. Yeah, uh, you've fucking done it, Junior. You've done it. You got through it. You got through that. That got fucking hiccups this week. Nailed it. Norse mythology. Fucking yes, Junior. No hiccups this week. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you encounter a bunch of uh, Norse mythology gods, uh, creatures along the way in the game. It's won three Game of the Year awards and countless other awards for sound, uh, camera work in it, and uh, voice actors as well. It's a fantastic game. It's a good game. It's one of the it's the first game I played actually when I got the the PlayStation for lockdown. Yeah, I'd say Uh, it's my favorite game I've ever played. You play yeah. the PlayStation. Yeah, I think so because I don't know. Is there any I other? I play the PlayStation. I don't know if there's any other ones that have come out since. No, that's the, the, the one you played when you first yeah. got it. Yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. it's probably, hands down my favorite game that I've ever yeah. played. I thought I'm it was, it was really enjoyable. Game. Like, especially for someone like obviously I hadn't played on the PlayStation for I don't know how many years, and even I could pick it up uh, until I got really stuck and I don't know what I'm doing anymore. It's <laughs> it's similar. It's similar. It's kinda, you have the control over your brother. It's like, can you can you do that? <laughs> it's similar to kind of last week as well, is it not? Where it's like, you no, know, it's one player it's a and you just kind of. Yeah. It's a bit more open world than uh, last week's game, but it's but still not, a set story yeah. narrative. So you can't yeah. like, there's no choices, but it's a bit more open world and how you can explore around and stuff like that. Yeah, it's more a one player game though, isn't it as well? Yeah, it's, 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 it's just yeah. story. That's it. It's solely yeah. story. Yeah, awesome. But yeah, I'd highly recommend game. it to I've most not played. Folk. So <laughs> you if don't play much games. See the go. Moving on from that, though, we'll we'll take it to movies and series of the week with uh, Keith this week. Yeah. So, boys, I can't believe I haven't watched this sooner. Uh, my movie of the week is the Icarus documentary. Um, for those listening, you find it on Netflix. Uh, madness, absolute well, abs- madness, absolute mad. I can't believe you've not watched ah, this till this week. This expect, is because we've spoke about it so yeah, much as well. Yeah. Ages ago. Unbelievable. So, like, I, I went into it thinking, Oh, it's just about a guy who decides <laughs> to dabble in taking steroids and testosterone boosters and, and sees basically how he would perform. Yeah, so he's he's a cyclist, he's a cyclist, yeah, he's just he's, an amateur cyclist. That he's, does, a pretty, he's pretty good amateur cyclist. Yeah. What I found really interesting with it was, though, like, obviously he does this big race, which is, like, coin is being tougher than the, the Tour de France. And he finishes, like, what was it, 14th, I think, when he does it clean. Yeah. Uh, and then after, like, six months, six to eight months of doing testosterone boosters and stuff, he places, like, over 10 places worse. Yeah. Um, which, and even he said himself, he was just, like, even on my best day, taking all these for years, I wouldn't be able to touch even these amateur athletes. Which I suppose goes to show in some areas that even though people are taking steroids, it's not all steroids. It's not all steroids, the yeah. There's still a skill yeah. factor there as yeah. well. But then he obviously he, he chats with, he obviously does it as professionally as he can. He speaks to, you know, proper, um, you know, lab workers, doctors, these sorts of things. 
Yeah, he and, properly tries to get into the like to make sure that he's getting the highest performance yeah. for these drugs as possible. Ah, he's not just jabbing yeah. himself in the yeah, arse. He's, no, he's, he's not just proper he's, cycle. Like, he's not getting the guy down at the gym's steroid bag. Out. Who's pulling out his locker in the gym? You know? But I mean, obviously then it, it goes on and he, he's speaking to the guys that work in the steroid testing labs in America, but then he's a bit worried about his reputation being tarnished by getting involved in it. So he sends him over to the Russian equivalent, and this is where the Pandora's box just oh. blows wide open. It's like, and it goes yeah. into sort of the the whole cheating with Russia with the steroids and all these. And you sorts just give it spoiler alert. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're telling we're delves telling, into Russia. Yeah, yeah. we're telling all. people to watch this, not telling the whole story. Uh, Keith is so, the equivalent of a Netflix trailer. Oh, 100%. Like, you've seen the whole movie by the time I finish talking about it. Um, but yeah, just the Pandora's box opens. And it's it's it is, frightening. It, is it goes frightening. so well much deeper watch. than I thought yeah. it would. Yeah, and definitely. It, it's, much, it's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because at first it's, it's you obviously easy, think, It's a really easy watch as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at yeah. first you obviously just think, oh, it's just a guy that cycles trying to do steroids. And <laughs> I think and that's why at the start of it, you're a bit like, oh, right, okay, yeah, fair enough. This is yeah, from what it's interesting, it, yeah. but you're like, it's not that good to start with. And then as yeah. soon as, like you say, Pandora's box opens, you're like, oh, oh I was, shit. I was gripped. <laughs> I was absolutely gripped at that stage. I like checked because I was thinking, oh, how long's left in this? And then it was, there was still like an hour left. And I was like, ace. Like, it was one of those ones where I was just so into it. Uh, it was oh, unbelievable. Right, before Keith gives anything else away and totally spoils it for you, we're going to move on to the the newest part of this segment for the week, which was suggested by a friend of the show, and we've listened to you. So, album of the week for the first one, it's Jordan. Yeah, so so this week I've gone with, um, with it being Fueled by Ramen's 25th anniversary. So anyone that kind of doesn't know Fueled by Ramen... Mm -hmm. I've had bands like Paramore, Fallout Boy, 21 Pilots, Panic at the Disco, to name a few, which are some of, personally, it's some of my favourite bands. And also, if anyone doesn't know, the name the name Fueled by Ramen came way back in the day when they were starting out, and they'd, uh, basically, they were fueled by ramen noodles, and that's how they came up. That's how <laughs> they came diet. up with it. Yeah, Student Diet, that's how they came up with the name, <laughs> of the name of the label. But the album this week I'm going with uh, is Fallout Boy from Under the Cork Tree. So obviously now Fallout Boy have gotten a bit poppy ish, mainstream. Yeah, and a bit mainstream. But this is this is just just as they were kind of hitting big, but they're still they're still putting out bangers. But this is the, from start to finish. This whole album for me, every song is an awesome song. It's not one of those where That's it's a just bold statement. It's an easy listen. No, it is. Yeah, it's it, a, that is an easy listen. It totally is, and it's not like you're just looking out for the songs that were. No, they're singles. Big, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of albums out there that you'll only listen to the singles and the rest of the album yeah. is just, just filler. Whereas this mm-hmm. this album is start to finish, great album. And that's that is why it's my album of the week. How old is that what? album now, roughly? Uh, you're talking oh, probably about 15, 15 to 20. Something like that. Probably about God. 15 to 20 years. I'm pretty certain. Easy over that. 15. Yeah. No way I was fucking younger than five when that came out. I think I think you might have been from under the cork tree. Oh my god! Right from under the cork tree, two thousand and five. So sixteen years ago. I was ago. five. Jesus fuck. Fifteen, sixteen years ago <laughs> is when it came out. So there you go. 
So that leaves me the local local fat boy. Fat boy slim himself. Fat boy slim himself to do (laughs) restaurant of the week. I think am I I going to do this one every week just because I'm fat boy slim? (laughs) You're the Uh, one that's out on the road the most for going to eat, so yeah. That's true. But no, this week. Hopefully when the uh, hopefully when the restaurants open up, we could all we can can spread out a bit. Yeah, Yeah, we can spread it out and we can all taste the ones that you've been mentioning. (laughs) Well, I'm obese and rolling about, but yeah. (laughs) So this week I'm going to go with a fresh mix um, on School Hill. Just nice, simple Mexican vibe and Cali burritos, man. If you've you've not had one of their Cali burritos, they're dynamite. Absolutely. Because the chips are spot on. I like how they they line up. But I like how they line it up. It's not just like you get given one choice. Like you just yeah, go, you can mix and match you, everything. You basically, that's in just it, yeah. pick your yeah. own. You just go. This is what I want. You're not like having to say, "Can I? Can I get it without this?" Or can I add yeah, this yeah, in? Yeah. It's just here's what I want. Here's make it as I'm big getting. as you want. Yeah. yeah. Just they just add on like whatever you want in it extra. They just add it equivalently onto the bill, so it's mm-hmm. it's not not that bad. Um, but no, definitely. If, if I think a lot of folk that live in Aberdeen. If you've not checked it out, definitely go check them out. Again, it's local, support local, help everybody out while you can during this lockdown. So put that money in the pockets of people that are struggling. Good show. Good show. Right, guys, I think that rounds up today's podcast. Yeah, agreed. It's the I. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to tune in next week for episode three where we'll bring you john philip from gray city tattoo we'll be chatting all things tattoos and the likes catch you all then love you and leave you see you later guys bye